The Shep Nas Podcast begins now. Well, hi, and welcome to the Shep Naz Podcast. My name is Tim Swanson, and I want to welcome you to our podcast today. I'm sitting in for Joey, and it is good to uh, to host today. Um, we've got a couple of great guests with us today. I've got uh, Brenda Johnston and Beth Bentley, and they are with an organization here in Gahanna that's called GRIN, which stands for Gahanna Residents in Need. Um, before we go on, uh, some of you may not know me. My name is Tim Swanson. I'm one of the pastors here at Shepherd, but I'm also I also wear a second hat um, in that I uh, represent an organization here in Gehanna that's called the GMA or Gehanna Ministerial Association, which is an ecumenical group. We meet once a month. It's pastors across Gehanna. And within that group, each year we we choose someone to be a part of the Grin Board, and um, it's it's been my pleasure over the last three out of the last four years to have served on the Grin Board, and I can tell you firsthand that this is a remarkable group that just does an organization that does amazing things here in the Gahanna area. So with that, I just want to uh, to turn it over to talking to them a little bit. And, and letting you get to know who Grin is, who uh, uh, Beth and Brenda are, and their role, and uh, just a little bit more about uh, this food bank here in Gehanna. Brenda, I'm going to start with you. Would you just introduce yourself and tell me a little bit about yourself and uh, your role at Grin? Oh, yes. My name is Brenda Johnston. I'm the executive director for Grin. I have been a part of Grin since 2006 in many different roles, um, now being the executive director, of course. Um, I am a mother. I have been married for 18 years. Um, a Christian. I've been a Christian for a long time. Um, and I'm very passionate about uh, feeding those in need um, because eating is a basic need of life and um, something that we're commanded to do um, is to help feed our neighbors. And so I'm very passionate about that, and I love the services that Grin has um, to be able to to feed um, those in need in Gehanna, the many families that keep increasing every single month. Sure, sure. Yeah. Beth, can you introduce yourself? Yes, thanks. I'm Beth Bentley. I'm the program director at Grin. Um, I've been with Grin since 2017. I was familiar with Grin through my kids for a lot of years before that, but... After they got a little older, I went back to work. Um, as the program director, I get to um, make sure that all the programs happen. The food, our back-to-school fair where we give backpacks, weekend supplemental food where we give out um, food to kids in need over the weekend to make sure they have enough to eat, um, Thanksgiving assistance, different holiday assistance. I think um, Grin has been a perfect fit for me. If I had one word to describe myself, it would be service and getting to be the hands and feet of Jesus, assisting residents in Gehanna is just such a blessing to me. Um, I've been married for 32 years. I've got two kids that are out of the house now, um, which is wonderful, but sad at the same time. Yeah. Um, but it's a great place to be. It's a great fit for my life. And I'm just so thankful every day that I get to be a part of this organization. Well, I can tell you firsthand that um, Beth and Brenda are beyond passionate about trying to see our, our the families in Gehanna have enough to eat. And there were a number of things that they listed that um, I think if you if you didn't know more specifics about them, 
you would uh, you wouldn't understand the the magnitude of the need. And mm-hmm. so, if you would just take a minute to talk about the magnitude of need, I know just based on the number of kids, for example, that get the the weekend supplemental food, and especially uh, during COVID and post COVID, the kinds of increases we've seen. Just talk about that for a minute, if you would. Yeah, the weekend supplemental food is designed to give children that have been identified by schools, by the teachers, the staff, the um, the custodial workers, anybody in the building that comes in contact with these kids that don't have enough to eat over the weekend, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, they may not. There may not be food in the home. Um, parents may be working and not, you know, available to help the kids. But whatever the reason, we give them two breakfasts, two lunch, and two dinner, in a bag. At home. We partner with all different churches and organizations to make this happen. And right now we're doing 217 kids a week. Um, it's it's an overwhelming task and that we couldn't do if we weren't partnered with a whole lot of other people. And on average, the cost of each one of those bags, that the 218 a week, is how much per child? Oh, goodness. It's gone up significantly this year. I would say probably closer to 10 $10 a bag. It was about $750. And with food costs, with where they've increased so much, we're seeing about $10 a bag. Right. Which so, in is order to huge. feed one child for that month, roughly, we're talking $40 a month. Yes. Times 218 mm-hmm. that you're doing every week. Right. And right. we have to remember that this is supplemental food. If this right. is if this was the amount of food they were eating every day for every meal, mm-hmm. it would not be enough food. Right. This is just. They're not hungry when they come in on Monday morning. That's right. the goal. The right. schools see a lot of kids that come in on Monday morning with belly aches or they're grumpy and tired, and they get sent to the nurse's office, they get a snack, and they come back and they're amazingly so much better. Mm-hmm. Or they're grumpy until lunch. Right. You know that. And, you know, part of it is kids don't want to get up, but part of it is some of these kids are really hungry. And that's, to me, an incredibly heartbreaking thing. To see kids that don't have enough, they can't study well, they don't perform well, mm-hmm. they it, it's just hard to function if you're focused on having enough food. Right. Kids shouldn't have to have that responsibility. For a lot of these kids, correct me if I'm wrong, but their best meal during the day is at lunch at school. Yes. Because mm-hmm. they may breakfast. or may not have mm-hmm. something at breakfast or have something for dinner that night. Correct. Yes. Right. Correct. Right. So it's a... It is, it's a beautiful partnership. Mm-hmm. The schools are very appreciative that we do this. They are very communicative with us, letting us know changes, updates. It's it's all confidential. We don't get the children's names. We just get a number. We address allergies. You know, so we'll have a no pork bag, a no nut bag, you know, whatever the case may be. But we want to make sure these kids have something over the weekend. So kind of tied to that program as well is, so when the school's out, mm-hmm. then in the summertime, there would not be the opportunity for you to give them those bags. So let's just talk for a minute about the summer lunch program and how I know that um, the GMA, Gehenna Ministerial mm-hmm. Association, we have uh, most of our churches, if not all, are somehow tied to helping to provide meals during during the summer. So talk about that and uh, and where that's held. Sure. We, um, we have a summer lunch program this year. It's going to be out of Royal Manor Elementary and Goshen Lane Elementary. And we serve Monday through Friday, except for Juneteenth and Fourth of July and Memorial Day, excuse me, um, from noon to one. And it is open to anyone in the Gahanna Jefferson School District or 43230 zip code that needs a hot meal for lunch. 
um, the churches or organizations provide. They make the meals, they buy the meals, they serve the meals. It is, it's an amazing partnership. Um, we served, oh, Brenda, help me with numbers. 14,083 meals, meals last, year. last summer in, in compared to the summer before, which, is, which was 7,000. Yeah. So yeah. It, it literally doubled in we, one year's time. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. yeah. We also take that opportunity to every Friday for families that are there or whatever the last day of the week is, we give them a bag of food to help them over the weekend. It might be pasta, spaghetti sauce, and we have Peanut a lot butter. of, or, yeah. and some vegetables. We, we get a lot of fresh produce over the summer from different gardens, and we might include that in there. But we try to give them something, just a little bit of something to help them get through the weekend. We have a lot of children that come on their own, which is, which is great. You know, parents are working, they're home during the summer, Big Brother brings them, mm -hmm. and this is just a great way for us to make sure that they get something nutritious and provided for them every every day during the summer. And right. it starts the right. Tuesday after Memorial Day, which is the very first week after school gets out on the Wednesday before, and it runs through the Friday, the 11th of August, which would be the Friday before school starts on the following Wednesday. Right. So we try to fill that entire gap. So the kids have enough to eat. And, and one thing that we started last year as well was providing something for breakfast for the entire week. Because yes. that's something, I mean, if you think about it, if the kids are relying on their um, school to provide lunch and breakfast to them and then bam, in the summer, there's nothing. Um, so we started providing like a box of granola bars or a box of cereal, oatmeal packets, something like that to get them through the week while while the hot lunches were being served and picked up on a daily mm -hmm. basis. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I just I know the demand and, and as I served on the board and, and would, would see the numbers, it was just remarkable how especially during COVID and even post COVID now, we've seen it go up uh, significantly. Just talk for a minute if you would about um, how we saw that how those numbers go up and, 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 and kind of what was driving that. Um in the beginning when COVID hit, I think it was being driven by COVID itself, a pure panic. Mm -hmm. I mean, people were mm -hmm. really afraid that there wasn't going to be enough food or that they wouldn't be able to get out there. I mean, they were afraid to get out mm -hmm. at all. And we turned our services inside out, literally. And we um, were one of the few food pantries that were able to do drive through service and keep up with the demand. Mm -hmm. So that was really amazing. Um, the numbers started increasing at that point. And we thought, well, after COVID was over, you know, in the pure panic that it will start leveling out. It is not. It has continued to grow. And we think a lot of that has to do with um, the SNAP program and um, the way the, the, the COVID um, stimulants that were given for the SNAP program, those have diminished or been yeah. eliminated and so there's that but there's also inflation there's also the cost of food the cost of gas the cost of electric everything has gone up mm -hmm. so it's driving them to choose okay what are we going to do we're going to pay this or we're going to buy food right. by coming to grin we can supplement the food piece and then enable them to be able to pay the utility bill if right. that's what they need to do I know as I was rotating off the board, we were looking at uh, 22, uh, 2022 over 21, and we were up 35% in terms of just the volume going out. Uh, talk to us a, a little bit about that increase, and, and I know you just 
talked about uh, before we started the podcast, we were chatting and you said that March was, was a huge increase. Um, talk about that for just a second and, and, and then what that's leading to in terms of um, how you're needing to expand. The, um, the numbers continue to amaze me that they are continuing to go up, to be perfectly honest with you. We, you know, like Brenda had mentioned, we thought things would slow down. They haven't slowed down. This month alone, we are up, um, like this March was slower than January and February, but still up, serving more than 100 families more than we did last year, mm. this March. So we wonder where are these families coming from? Mm -hmm. you know? And over since COVID, we've made a lot of procedural changes. We went from serving only the Gahanna Jefferson School District to the Gahanna Jefferson School District and all of 43230. We realized that part of 43230 was underserved. Mm -hmm. um, and the way um, most food banks work, it's by zip code. So we expanded there. Then we realized that a lot of our families were relying on food for more, re re excuse me, relying on GRIN for more than just the typical five days of food that we give mm -hmm. them. So now we allow families to come twice a month. Mm -hmm. And I would say about half the families come twice a month. Mm -hmm. um, so that has increased the amount. We do have um, just, the need is crazy. Mm -hmm. I just, I, it, again, like I said, it just continues to amaze me. Every week we have new families mm -hmm. that come to Grin that we have never seen before. They are referred either by 211 or by a friend um, we get people from outside of our area all the time, and we don't ever turn anybody away for food. We serve them one time if they're out of the area and then help them find the appropriate location to go. But we're never going to turn anybody away. Right. We don't want, you know, it's, you can't function if you can't eat. Mm -hmm. You know, and this is a great way for us to, like I mentioned earlier, be the hands and feet of Jesus. Jesus fed the 5,000 and then and shared. He didn't mm -hmm. just talk to them. Right. You know, so that's kind of what we want to do. We want to be able to show Christ's love through how we're giving, how we're making, mm -hmm. meeting right. an immediate need. Right. Um, but we are seeing it turning. It's starting to shift from us being supplemental to a main source. Right. That's really scary. It's not something that um, yeah. we're sure we can handle on a long-term right. basis. So we're definitely trying to encourage them to shop wisely um, we're, that's part of the reason we want to move to a bigger space mm -hmm. to be able to house more food, mm -hmm. more fresh produce from mid Ohio and things like that so that we would be able to help that meet or help meet that need in the future. Sure. That should it arise. Mm -hmm. It makes me think about another one of the served, um, groups that, 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 uh, I know we've talked a lot about the, the kids and how we've been trying to minister to them. At the, at the schools and the needs they have, um, the weekend supplemental food, but then there's also the senior adults mm -hmm. because there's an awful lot of seniors who come here as well. And I know there's a, there's a, a satellite pantry there at uh, one of the buildings now, isn't there, that where you guys have been helping to serve and national provide? Church. At, at Stigler Village, which is a national church residence, it's, mm -hmm. there's a, um, we deliver to them once a month. They... Uh, residents in that community can sign up and say they need like a full serve, which would be a five days worth of food that would include produce and dairy and meat, as well as the dry goods. Some people, some families there or people there choose only the fresh items. Mm -hmm. 
and we deliver that as well. And we take their holiday assistance bag to them, um, try to eliminate the, I can't get there, so I can't get help. Mm -hmm. um, kind of along those lines, we have really increased our home deliveries. Mm -hmm. uh, we have found that there are quite a few people in the community that need assistance that either don't have a car or they're physically unable to get out or they're not healthy enough to get out or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. And we have volunteers that deliver that food to them mm -hmm. up to twice a week. And right. that's, or excuse me, twice a month. And that's been um, a really exciting mm -hmm. piece to get into because yeah. you feel, you're so struck if you don't have a big network or you're not well enough to get out and shop through the grocery store or shop through the aisles in our food pantry. Mm -hmm. This way we can, yeah. we can help them. Yeah. Well, that'll do for our episode today. Thank you to Pastor Tim and to Beth and to Brenda. We'll hear the rest of their conversation tomorrow. If you'd like to find out more about Grin, you can go to grinforgehanna.org. That's grin, the number four, gehanna.org. Also, you can always find out more about the church at shepnaz.org. If you would like to email us and tell us what you think of our episodes, or if you have some ideas for us, you can get a hold of us at podcast at shepnaz.org. For Pastor Joey and Pastor Tim, I'm Joe. Have a great day. This podcast is a production of the Shepherd Church of the Nazarene, Gehenna, Ohio. Email to podcast at shepnaz.org and let us know what you think.